It's May 12th, 2018, and 100 Phantom Assassins drop onto an island. I'm Six Detmar. And I'm Nick Cease, and this is Bottle Crow Reborn, a Dota 2 podcast where we talk about Dota 2 on an uninhabited island. And I'm Nick Cease. Are you ready for Dota 3, Nick? I'm so ready. Kill Dota 2. Dota 2's done. Nobody cares about MOBAs anymore. Nobody cares about this, like, 5v5 fucking buildings. That all sucks, right? It. I mean... We've talked about it for how long? There's no more to say. It sucks. I think that's our final judgment on the matter. And we we always wanted, like, secretly for the last, like, 20 episodes, we've wanted to just turn this into a PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds podcast, which mm-hmm. is our clearly our favorite game. Absolutely. Uh, but we felt like we couldn't betray the name Bottle Crow. But good news. Dota 3 is a Battle Royale game. Yes. A Battle Royale of cheese. It's, it's very exciting to see. A bold new world will be going into because the battle passes here. Yay, a laugh track, or no, a clap track, applause track. Yay, Yay. triumphant horns for the homecoming king. The battle pass is here. I'm laying a wreath on its shoulders and surrendering my wallet. Hooray. Cool. I don't like the battle pass, Nick. <laughs> So I've uh, so I've heard in Slack a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we you can't really say whether Reddit likes the battle pass or not because Reddit has just been uh, <laughs> about it's been this. Reddit? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's been like, oh, when is battle pass? When battle pass is and like that that I'm used to. Like you know, oh, it's Valve time. When's this thing gonna come out that normally comes out around this time? Valve, let me give you money. We're used to that, but now there's uh, every other day you get the conflicting opinion roller coaster of Reddit with you know oh Dota's dead, this battle pass sucks, oh this is a great battle pass, yada yada. I don't think we've had many great battle passes actually. None of those posts. Really? Well, I, I think it's it's far easier to get something a more uh, strong reaction to click that upvote button on Reddit with a negative take probably than just like hey well yeah, I appreciate this then. But, like, every, every you know, like, you get those one, like, sort of for every 50, sh- like, wow, this is garbage posts, you get one post of some of the fucking contrarian who's just like, I actually think it's great. Not just, like, I like the battle pass, but, like, confrontational, like, I actually think the battle <laughs> pass is great, you guys. That is true. <laughs> that is very true. Uh. So, yeah, uh, battle pass is out. There, there's a subterranean theme this year, uh, yes. which we knew. Um, and that shows in some of our new modes in which we're, we're spelunking for treasure. Yes. So let's, you know, let's talk about this a little bit. Let's talk, I guess, first about the Silt Breaker replacement for this year, Mm -hmm. right? It's their their new game mode experience. One of them is called the Under Hollow. The description is a multi-team dungeon clash and... From what we we have, like, what is this? Three very short paragraphs. We have like six sentences about what we think it'll be, and mm-hmm. they say, "Oh, you're you're battling through a labyrinth filled with stuff, monsters, treasure, stuff like that. You're searching for Roshan's rarest cheese." And this is this is a good thing for Bottle Crow. Um, it, they name what kind of cheese it is, and it is a fake cheese. They call it a let me a Rochefort, Ro- Rochefort. Mm-hmm. Which is a fake cheese. However, it's pretty close to Roquefort. Roquefort. I, I don't know how you'd say this. A I believe French it's pronounced Roquefort. 
Roquefort, okay. It's like a French blue cheese, which is definitely, so it's it's not the real cheese because Roquefort is a very, a thoroughly blue cheese, and we know our, our cheese isn't blue. So sadly, this is a new kind of cheese. However, they did specify at least what kind of fake cheese this is. We'll just say and I think Roquefort. probably we need to have some Roquefort before the next Jackie's Chow. Not this one, because we're too late. Mm-hmm. But one of us needs to have some Roquefort and report back as to what it tastes like, because I imag- imagine Rochefort tastes at least somewhat similar. I believe this would yeah. give us a hint. I mean, so. it's underground, right? Like, this is Rochelle's mm-hmm. lair that we've gone into. And I would assume there's, like, funkiness going on there. You know, you got some, some mold, some fungi going on around there. So I would imagine mm-hmm. that would get into the cheese, and so we can assume Rochefort is a... Uh, Roquefort, Rochefort is a a blue cheese like Roquefort. It does, however, look in the images like it's sort of yellowed. It's got it seems more. It's also as as we've you know it does really exist since it was served at TI mm-hmm. uh, and apparently is is more nutty and creamy. So. Yes, we'll we'll see. I mean the the graphic they give for the under hollow is close. to, You know, it's not using prepared assets, but it's pretty close. Like this kind of that. That look of the cheese that snipers hold. Snipers holding like three of these cheeses, cheese wedges. That is close to Rochon's regular cheese. Maybe there's regular cheeses around, and then there's the Rochefort. Who's to say? Hmm. I, guess, However, I guess we'll find out when the mode comes out. Yes, we don't actually have anything, as far as I'm aware. We have nothing beyond these like five to six sentences. But of course, the the, the news media, the fake news, is all about labeling it. As a battle royale game, which I, you know, made fun of on the Bottle Car Twitter earlier, because PC Gamer released something saying, "Hey, you know, Dota 2's new game mode is a battle royale type thing," and I'm like, really? <laughs> I mean, it's obviously the buzzword. Obviously, you know, if you're trying to get those clicks, you want to put battle royale and Dota 2 in your title. But then that's the that's one of the like news things that shows up underneath the game when I go to click it. So now every time I go to press play Dota 2 on Steam, I see Dota 2 Battle Royale. Mm-hmm. And it's like, really? Okay. <laughs> what makes a game a Battle Royale? This was a, a hot, <laughs> this was a contentious topic on it. I also posted that stupid meme that uh, Colin had me photoshopped for the Bottle Code Twitter. Uh, and I put it on Reddit, and I guess it got to the front page. And so lots of people were, uh, they had very strong opinions on what a battle royale is and is not. What makes something a battle royale if it's okay to label it a battle royale? I don't, I don't quite know. I think it's, there's no like one thing that makes it a battle royale. However, I, uh, just before we started recording this podcast, I was much watching the movie Battle Royale. Again, for mm-hmm. the second time. I've only ever watched it once before. It's a, it's a classic, released in 2000. It's, it's a crazy Japanese movie. It's good. You've got like 40 like ninth grade kids who are dropped off onto this island. The island is broken up into zones. And every once in a while, you can't be in certain zones or else you explode. And you have to kill everybody else to survive. That is battle royale. And you like... There were some randomly distributed weapons. You could find weapons. You could find goods. You could capture certain areas to defend. But that's that's what the movie Battle Royale is, right? Mm-hmm. Now, f- from that, we've had game modes. We've had media that's developed beyond that, like the Hunger Games, right? That is somewhat of a quote-unquote Battle Royale. It's a, a grand battle, right? And you have weapons and stuff. 
Sure. Yeah, you know, there's some other mechanics to the Hunger Games game mode, I guess, as well. But, like, that's... It's inspired. For example, you have to be hungry. And you have to be playing the game, yes. Mm. 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 Triple H, the game, of course. Of course. I, I don't particularly have strong feelings on uh, on Battle Royales. I play PUBG sometimes only with, like, friends. I find it just dreadfully boring as a video game if to play solo. Not to mention, like, PUBG's specific uh, technical lacking abilities, lack of abilities. But uh, it's it's fine. Like, it can be fun. Mm-hmm. The idea you drop into a fresh map every time. It's, you know, sh- these short-term games. However... I, I don't feel the need to label what it, it sounds like this new game mode in Dota 2 will be a battle royale. But hey, we'll see. You know, yeah. it's, it sounds I mean, like, interesting. It sounds else... more promising than Silbreaker. Mm-hmm. I mean, and if nothing else, like, we just don't know enough. Like, I, I don't know if they're wrong that it's a battle royale, but there's certainly not enough evidence for that claim to make any sense. Yeah, not really. <laughs> they're kind like, of just jumping at shadows because everyone because they're looking for everyone to do a battle royale because you know everyone's mm-hmm. got to follow the new trend and it's like mm-hmm. I I understand I I can see why as a reporter you'd be like oh hey like look they're doing a new game mode I guess they're getting into that battle royale thing too it's like well wait until they say that <laughs> maybe and, and when I first sent this to you you're like oh that's weird how did PC gamers staff Dota two writer like say this when they know the game and apparently it isn't from the person who they have on staff yeah. for dota 2 it's just uh, a general does guy mitch, maybe mitch dyer doesn't work there anymore let me check his name is mitch dyer mm-hmm. i didn't remember his last name well that's perfect. Uh, d-y-e-r oh, um, well pronunciation yeah it's, no actually he moved to i forgot he moved to ea he works for ea now oh. um so maybe that's why maybe maybe it's because they're they're fucking dota 2 writer he obviously did other things, but he he also kept an eye on Dota 2 for them, and he has moved on. So, Mitchy D. Oh, well. <sighs> we also have other new game modes coming to Dota 2. One, Some that are... Actually, we have one new game mode that's already here, right? Mm, we have, like, one and a half other game modes. Let's, let's bury the lead a little. <laughs> if anyone's been following our Twitter, you'll probably know what I'm talking about. But let's talk about... Uh... Have you played any of Mutation Mode? So I didn't offer opinion about the Underhollow because mm-hmm. uh, I wanted to wait until we also mentioned Mutation Mode to say what I'm going to say. Okay. I am here for Dota. If it's not Dota, fuck off. <laughs> Boy. That's that's why I'm. That's one of the reasons I'm not a big fan of this battle pass. It's, it's like we added all these new ways for you to not play Dota. Fuck you. I don't care. <laughs> Boy, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> I, uh, I'm. I mean, I'm somewhat with you in that. I would agree. This, I don't know. It's somewhat not about the base game, but I mean, it's only mutation mode. This new, like, separate game mode uh, under Hollow, and then, uh, well, yeah, that's basically it. that's like the only non-Dota two thing that I can think of. What else are you talking about? It's just like it's that, and then there there are things that are missing from previous. Like, I feel like it feels to me like those things are taking the place of things that I liked in previous years. For example, I mean, like it, it's hard to say this is a precedent, but last year there was an Arcana. Mm-hmm. There's no Arcana this year. 
there's also uh, like the... we don't know that. Well, okay, they haven't shown one. Yeah, they didn't show the uh, Iowa Arcana. I'm pretty. Sure. I mean, they had like they had a spot where there was something being teased, as I recall. Mm, okay. There was a spot yeah, where yeah, like there was some so. weird t- like, and the Reddit was like, "Oh, weird! If you click on this spot, this level that doesn't have it anything, makes it would an make, like an IO sound. or like a phoenix." Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and it would have been caught by now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't like. <sighs> I think the new courier looks fucking stupid, and I don't want it. <laughs> really, really. Um, oh, and I like, like I don't think the sprays look good, and I just, I don't know. They're not nothing that they're doing. It's it's either stuff that they've done before better, or that I don't care about at all. Is is my opinion of everything that's in is is in the battle pass that I've seen. Hmm. Um. And also, it costs more money to get it than it ever has before. Has it? It wasn't ten yes. bucks before. Not to get the battle pass, but to get subsequent rewards. The rewards are more spaced out, and there are fewer non-financial ways to gain levels than there have been previously. I. <sighs> I guess, like, you're sh- first off, uh, at level 255, there's going to be a lion, a quote, lion prestige item, which is going to have a, a big fancy, like, finger animation and stuff like that. So there is, mm-hmm. like, a special item, but it's not an arcana yet, right? Yeah, it's like the Legion one that was the mm-hmm. one year. I mean, the, the stuff does feel more spaced out in terms of the, in terms of just, like, strictly the chat wheel sounds, because... Like, I don't, it seems like I won't ever get any of the actual voice line ones because, like, I bought the, the 75 level battle pass, but until they mm-hmm. bring the uh, the battle pass or the, like, level bundle out that they normally do, which it's somewhat safe to assume they will, right? Yeah. Until they bring that out, I will not buy any more levels. I mean, mm-hmm. we don't quite know. They could continue to change stuff. The thing is, there's no quests this year, right? Right. They added a week, uh, daily and weekly quests just like a day or two ago, it seems like, in response to feedback and that people wanted more ways to earn levels just from playing the game. And, like, I get that. And I, I do think that that's just, like, smart to give people a little bit of progression, period, in terms of just, like, if you give people a taste of what it's like to gain levels, then they'll, you know, maybe throw you a bone, throw you a few more bucks to buy some more levels, right? I think that makes sense. So maybe these, you know, weekly and daily quests will help somewhat with that progression. It doesn't seem like it gives you a lot of points. But it also has the what do they call it? The cave crawl thing. Cavern crawl. Where you just like win a game with a hero. I think you have to win. And then you you explore this cave and you can find battle points and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I guess you can probably win it from battle cups and stuff like that. And there's a few other ways, but yeah. Like I, it does feel like stuff is more spaced out. However, like it's a it's a bit of shame. I feel like it's you know it's a bit of shame. Like oh, it's it was nice to be able to spam Toby Wan's voice very easily, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, except I don't really care about like the stuff being spaced out. Like I'm still gonna get a bunch. I got a shit ton of these immortals. Um. I'm sure I'll get some more of these chests as we go on, as I actually play more through the cavern call. Haven't been playing the right heroes to unlock shit. You can, like, wager tokens and stuff, so every week you'll get some tokens to wager, which might get you some battle points. Like, I don't know. Hmm. I, I yeah, feel I like I've so. already, like, I paid, like, 37 bucks, right, for this free game to get some levels and some hats and stuff, and 
I feel fine about it. Like I don't. It's still so much more value than you get out of most video games where you pay this kind of stuff for cosmetics that it's hard for me to be upset. Like I, I will concede almost everything about like you get less stuff this year. It's more spread out. Like that was the same complaint as last year. I'm not saying that doesn't mean anything. I think it does like indicate a trend. I I don't think they're going to continue to like string you out until like they have to squeeze every last dollar out of the community. It, but it is like a shame if you don't get certain stuff like i feel like the voice lines especially it's like oh well those were fun to have but we won't see those much i mean like i feel like it was like last year they had things that i hadn't seen before right like last Mm -hmm. year is like oh here's this like this unique terrain that looked a lot fancier right like it was like the under underwater terrain with like the oh no you're right yeah yeah immortal gardens was the previous year this Mm -hmm. was like you know underwater with like the fish effects and stuff that looked really the river was like um a net over like a yeah it was like chasm. like a yeah it looked really it looked really cool it was um, really cool yeah. and this year it's this like underground like mushroomy crystally thing that looks like dire and radiant look almost identical um it, honestly this looks the like the closest i've ever seen dota look to league of legends mm. just in terms of the color uh not maybe the color palette for like the walls and stuff in terms of the the brown and the green but also just the I don't even know what to call it, like the way the gradients move along the walls from green to brown. I don't know. I can't explain it very well, but it looks very League of Legends, except for the mushrooms and stuff. Like the trees Mm -hmm. will never look like League of Legends because they don't have that concept. But everything else and like the ground, it looks very kind of plain, just like very muted. rather. Yeah. And I mean, like, so we had that. Um, we have. I feel like the terrain is worse this year. Last year we had Narcana. We've never had that before. Yeah. Last year, and but also, I mean, part of this is just the fallout from last year, right? Like last <laughs> year we had fucking. Uh, I can't even remember the name right now. What's the stupid mode that sucked? Silbreaker. Yes, last yeah, year yeah. we had we had the promise of Silbreaker, and we were like, oh man, <laughs> this new like single player co-op lore mode that sounds great (laughs) and it's like well one we've all been burned by that well okay the sensible ones among us have been burned by that some people are probably still swearing it's the best diablo clone they've ever played (laughs) um and so like and and also i i I don't know like i feel like the immortals aren't as good and we can talk about those but like like fucking the vengeful spirit one is cool for about three seconds because it's like, oh, look, Ventral Spirit now has, like, these cool glowing wings that changes her magic missile. And it's like, wait, she's got wings. And all of her lines are about how she doesn't have wings. Like, you didn't even... <laughs> it doesn't even make any sense. Yeah. Yeah, at first I saw it, I was like, oh, wait, hey, she has wings. I'm, I don't think this is the only cosmetic where she gets wings, though. Uh, she gets sort of, like, wing-esque things, but I don't, I don't know. I don't recall any cosmetics where she gets full-on proper, like organic wings rather than just like some mockery that it lore wise suggests her longing for what she's lost um <laughs> i, and I mean, think the ricky one is fucking stupid and wow i don't know i i, I really like a lot of the immortals hmm. like i think there's a lot that look interesting the hmm. the terrorblade one though it, it's cool because it changes color like it adds wings to terrorblade right and it puts these two glowing orbs on like one on either wing Depending Mm -hmm. on the color, if you have the Arcana and you can, like, change the Arcana color by, I guess, like, injecting a gem after you destroy another Arcana, 
Right. Uh, if you put something into that, I think the white one, it makes it so hard to tell what the real Terrorblade is. Hmm. That's something that really pissed me off when I first saw that in a game because somebody I had imagine. a white Arcana. Yeah. And I was like, wait, are you shitting? <laughs> like, all I see is these two big glowing particle effects. So you can't as easily tell the subtle differences between Terrorblade and a Terrorblade illusion. It's just very stupid. Yeah, I imagine they'll fix that. But Yeah, hopefully. I don't know. I, I Out of like the Immortal 1, which is the only thing we see right now, I think most people were like fine with everything except for the Ricky one. The Ricky one is bad. I like the Ricky one. It adds to like some glowing purple horns. Well, but also it makes his smoke cloud effect have like a laughing Ricky face. Like it's fucking Andros from Starcross 64. <laughs> oh my God, that's it's awesome. So, that's it's awesome. garbage. That's no, the best. I didn't see Nick, that. this is like, this is the exact example of the things I hate about League of Legends and the things you love. This is Dunkmaster Darius. <laughs> you're trying to put me into this box and I'll like I'm, I'll be a cat. I'll step into your box, but you're it's, gonna I mean, have to close it's the It's where on you this live. <laughs> <laughs> that that's the part of like I I have been I am on the record very vocally of hating the League of Legends indeed, approach indeed. to skins most of the times. And you enjoy it when they go off lore and get kind it, of silly with it. It depends. Like I'm I'm open to the possibility I, I feel more than you. I'm definitely you love more pool in this. party, Caitlin. It's your favorite. Darius. Yeah, Dunk Master Darius is like it's their version of Axe, a big guy with an axe, and then he he also has a dunk move as his like alt, unless unless they changed it in the last two years, which is possible. And whenever he dunk, like his whole theme, he becomes like a basketball guy, and he talks about dunking a lot, and it's great. And I'm all sorts of down for. He's that. wearing a, a basketball jersey, and his mm-hmm. axe is a basketball hoop, and he's dribbling a basketball. It's very <laughs> smart and clever. It's it's a video game, and you have fun in it, and that's what I'm down for. I, but you I know, don't have different... fun in it when there's a Dunkmaster Darius in my game. You can't you can you can tell from my tone of voice, my posture right now. Don't hate the game, hate the fucking player. sulking. Don't hate the player, hate the game. I don't know what this saying is that he says. Huh? That's I love that smoke cloud effect. Actually, <laughs> holy shit, that's hilarious. Uh, well, you know, but at this least is there's just a gold version episode. of it. Yeah. There's a, another episode of Six doesn't like the immor- doesn't like the hat. Nick is fine with a hat and or likes the hat. So the gold one looks like a fart cloud. You've seen the the PA one, right? Mm-hmm. The ultra yeah. rare PA like peacock head. I, yep. I like that one. <laughs> yeah, no, if you I put bet it you with do. your Arcana, you just look <laughs> you just look so stupid. Uh, you look great, really. I don't know. Looks cool. It puts her, it makes her dagger all glowy. Yeah, PA has a lot of dumb cosmetics. I don't think it's... I don't like it, but it's not worse than a lot of hers, in my opinion. Yep. I don't know. It's it's just, like, in lieu of good visual design, just fart particles everywhere. That's (laughs) Dota 2 these days. Boy, that's a... It's unfortunate. I hope we with Treasure 2 or Treasure 3, we can get some stuff in here that you like. I think the Courier is pretty cool. I like the the kind of goofy gyrocopter-esque, but in a mine... Gyrocopter in a mine cart. That's basically what it is. No? And, yeah, and he's a pig. Right. Uh, a What is this animal? It's like a gnome. I believe he's a mole, no? right? Mole? Okay, yes. It just has a whisker mustache that really disturbs me. <laughs> and his nose is a little too bulbous. Mm-hmm. But besides that, I like the, the mole underground gyrocopter. Hmm. Yeah. 
I don't know. I think it's a bad battle pass. And like, I bought the, the, you know, the level 75 version. And most years, I end up like, when I get a paycheck, I toss five or ten dollars in, you know, mm-hmm. consistently. And I, I like you. I think I'm gonna buy the, the bonus, the bundle, like the, you know, the levels and ch- treasures bundle. Mm-hmm. And I think that's gonna be it this year. I just don't give a shit about most mm-hmm. of what they're offering. What did you do in the past, if you don't mind asking? Like, uh, what, like did I said, you like, buy a lot of levels during that? Yeah, as I say, like in the past, I would I start with the seventy five, and then like every paycheck, mm-hmm. I would toss in, you know, oh, five or cool. ten dollars worth of levels, mm-hmm. um, and I'm just not interested this year. Hmm. Well, I, uh, that's a shame. Sorry to hear that. Like, I, I probably mean, you know, won't buy much. I think I might have bought like ten levels here or there last year, but I just mm-hmm. go for the bundle generally, or whatever I needed to get to the Arcana probably, which I think was yeah. mostly just the bundle at that point. It it would be nice to have more ways besides like the cavern call and these other obscure things to actually have progressions though. I mean, it, you mm-hmm. when when they announced the battle pass, you're like, I, they better fucking not put in quests because we already have these Dota Plus quests, right? Mm-hmm. And I understand why they wouldn't want to completely double up that way. Yeah, I think I think the Dota Plus quests are better for the game because you don't have to win to finish mm-hmm. your quest, yeah. and also they feel like less of a they because they're not like. Like, oh no, I have to finish this quest chain before August or I can't get this item. It's mm-hmm. like, well, okay, then without that time pressure, people are less likely to ruin your games. Yeah, and uh, I mean, the way, the replacement for that, it's an obvious like, direct replacement, is the Cavern Call. Because at the end of yeah. each of these three separate paths, you have, you know, the big fancy set. And you have to win the game to progress, which is <laughs> good. There's not, like, no weird throwing condition, like, oh, I have to finish this you know finish this quest by doing xxx so let's not kill let's not kill the range right everybody get the hell away there's nothing to that you just have to win the game yeah and that's like good it. yeah we, we mentioned sprays <laughs> have, have you seen the sprays do you like the sprays do you use the sprays? i haven't seen them in action um i haven't seen anyone use one i haven't seen anyone that uh crass but <laughs> it plays I've a little seen that uh, they exist spray paint can sound effect and then you you puke something on the field. It's it's funny. It's kind of weird. <laughs> I guess it's another, you know, cosmetic thing that people can earn, and that's why they added it. It's pretty weird. Like, it's got one, uh, I think the lowest level one is, like, the two tomato bears high-fiving. Yeah. It's something. We're, you know, we're, we're CSGO. We're, what should we call it, Overwatch now. I mean, like, I guess, I guess, you know, experiment in cosmetics go for it i guess as long as you're not like it doesn't offend you this is sprays yeah i guess that's that's the long and short of it is it doesn't offend i'm not going to use them i will probably turn up my nose like a little brat when i see oh. someone use them but Vandal. it's fine i see i want to i want to mention the the team challenge token yeah that's a which is interesting <laughs> idea like when i was you know i was reading down this you know, web page when it first came out, because Six linked it to me. And I said, this team challenge thing, I'm like, wait, what the hell? What did they do? Basically, as you, I think, yeah, you have to progress through, like, the cavern crawl. You can find these team challenge tokens. And for one game, you spend, like, one token. And for one queue, you basically queue at, like, a higher MMR temporarily. So you just... Mm -hmm. It's it's not I don't think the replacement for double down because they still have the double down button I think actually maybe 
I haven't seen Double Down. I, no, I, I could have sworn I saw the Okay, it is. They just don't really advertise it. Okay. So it's not the replacement. It's just like, if you think that you're that good, just like, hey, you know, throw me 500 MMR for a game. Let me show you that, you know, oh, I'm just in this 2K trench. I'm in the 1K trench. I just can't get out. And then you will presumably get fucking slammed. <laughs> because, yeah. like, more often than not, the the system is supposed to match you at the right level. And barring a ridiculous amount of feeders or you yourself being, like, not the best in terms of your behavior score, you shouldn't... I don't know. It depends how much this challenge thing affects the actual matchmaking MMR. If it's just a little bit, like... If it's 250 MMR, then, like, that's cool. Like, maybe even I would use that at one point just to, like, have a challenge. But if it's any more than that, (laughs) it seems like a great tool to absolutely wreck the people who are like oh i'm good you know get good i'm on my level even what though about if you're a booster uh, yeah that's a little annoying however i don't think this is a huge deal because if you're a booster you probably will just spam one hero right and so you'll have yeah. like a team challenge token and if you're a booster then you'd have to pay 10 bucks maybe you have to buy i don't know what level you get these challenge tokens but you might have to buy the battle pass right and so, mm-hmm. like, that that cuts into your boosting profits, right? That's true. That's true. Uh, in-game tipping. <laughs> you can now tip people in-game. You can't tip people, tip people outside the game. Like, you could last year, you could, like, throw somebody 50 battle points, right, after the game, which is a cool thing. Now mm-hmm. we have uh, we have next-level uh, griefing with in-game tipping. You get, like, three tips per game, and you can donate, like, 50 battle points, and it like pops up on the screen. It says, you know, X has tipped Y. And you can tip the opponent, which is pretty pretty great, in my opinion. Yeah. I'm down for it. Yeah. It's like, you know, you get first bud. You, you get a really great sun strike. You get a crit as a PA. And you just like, you know, you tip the support. You say, I'm sorry. Yeah. I tend to tip people for behavior, not for play. But, Me too. Know. But it is like a next level, you know, flame. <laughs> oh, not good. that i'm using it that way <laughs> it's you know, my, my friendly flame you know <laughs> sure yep friendly nope. fire i know mm-hmm. uh-huh. no. I, i've tipped i played with a lot of great ios recently it's been really weird oh nice like they would get the helm of the dominator and then they would just zip around with a fast creep right because helm sets their creeps move speed to be like 450 or something mm-hmm. and it's been it's been fun to watch but I, i've been tipping a lot of them that's oh. what comes to mind to me so do you want to talk about the actual thing that we're here to talk about? Yep, let's let's go for it. <laughs> so uh, we have our second confirmation that mm. Valve listens to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking somebody, I want to say stop listening, but you know, at some point we'll have a good idea that should be implemented again. Hey, the Wind Ranger idea was good. It was good. It's you know, it was. So, uh, role-based matchmaking is now a battle pass feature. You can choose to queue as a support and do some, do some, do some dotes. I described that really well. (laughs) Yep. We have a team builder from League of Legends in. When you queue, you can go and select ranked roles and select what lane you want to go to. And Mm -hmm. matchmaking will match you with other people to fill in your team. Mm-hmm. And it's... 
uh i'm <laughs> i'm coming i i don't know what stage of grief i'm in right now but i'm i'm coming to accept and but also not accepting this so i'll start off because my experience is very simple i've played okay. two games with this new system mm-hmm. people played the roles and it was great okay i had a good time <laughs> that's good i'm glad you i'm genuinely glad you had a good time <laughs> which i'm sure you know I'm glad. Sound, sound like me talking about Danganronpa. <laughs> I'm really glad you had fun playing that garbage game that makes yeah. you a bad person Generally for playing happy. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think I played... Actually, it wasn't a solution. Yeah. My first experience with this, I wanted to do a lot of... Like, play a bunch of this, right? Because I wanted to see what it was like so I could talk about it on this show and just, you know, rib six with it just generally. Somehow, if something bad happened, I would blame it on ranked rolls. <laughs> Um, so I think we were a three stack. We picked all the core positions. We picked one, two, and three. And this was right when it came out. And we had like a five minute queue, like pretty typical. And uh, we had two great supports, like uh, in terms of like how they were as people. I think we ended up winning the game as well, if I remember. But they were just like cool guys. They were on voice. And, you know, we, we chatted when we flamed and joked with each other. It was a good time. Great. Uh, since then, I think this Wednesday I might have solo queued with ranked rolls once, possibly. I think it probably went like mid or safe lane. Uh, it, it, that wasn't great, I think. Yeah, I was safe lane. We had a mid whew, invoker, OD maybe, who didn't know what they were doing, and it was it was not great. And then I've, I think the past two days, p- tried to play a game or two of ranked rolls. And now the queue times are like, well, I don't know, because we gave up at 15 minutes. It was hmm. like two or three of us. I think I even queued as a support, and then one queued as like off lane, and then somebody queued as mid or safe lane. Huh. Which, uh, <laughs> one of the issues with, you know, we talked about when we were fighting about Team Builder generally when Valve listened in, was that, you know, it's going to split the player pool if you have both ranked roles and just normal all pick ranked in and that's you know a problem and also there's the fact that ranked roles is like you know it's behind a paywall right only if you have the battle pass can you use ranked roles based matchmaking right and there's issues with that and i'm sure the actual queue time depends on what position you pick to like if you pick a core it's generally going to be longer than support i would think because there's normally always a need for supports and there's always people who want to play carries right rarely do you know, six has probably rarely ever rolled for a support in a lobby versus, you know, someone who plays carry all the time. It's not common. It's happened a few times. It's But it's like a pleasant thing to see generally when I play support. It, yeah. And, and yeah, for for you, for me it's like it's it's a bunch of like <laughs> it's a bunch of people showing up with med kits <laughs> and just being like, Oh god, one of us has to shoot people. Oh no. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Did not think about that. Yep. Hmm. Um, but yeah, just one of the things I wanted to highlight with this, one of the issues I don't think we, we talked about was the fact that one of the things that team builder can be used or abused for kind of is somebody who doesn't know a position. This is probably a good segue. Somebody who doesn't know a position wanting to practice that position the way it is right now, you can only play this in ranked, right? However, it is the only 100% way to get a game of Dota 2 and be able to play the position you want. Quote, unquote, guarantee, you know, quote, 100%. Not really, but 
it's the only mostly guaranteed way to actually get the position you want, especially if you're mm-hmm. trying for a core role. Yeah. And so, and that's one solo queue game I played, and this is why I thought about it, that is exactly what happened. Like, we had a guy who never plays mid. He even, like, mentioned it. And he's like, he wanted to play mid. And so he wanted to practice, like, invoker. In So he did this in a ranked game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like holding everybody else hostage because you want to try something. And, like, I... I don't like the way I sound when I say this because it sounds like, oh, get good, you know. You shouldn't ever practice stuff you don't know. But, like, I'm not going to practice my Meepo in a solo queue ranked, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm going to play Meepo, I'm going to do it in party queue in for ranked when nobody else cares, or I'm going to do it in a normal. And even in normals, people, you know, get angry at you for picking certain heroes, right? And so, like... <sighs> It was just a frustrating thing that happened because it was such an obvious thing that I didn't even think about. Like, oh, people will just do this if they want to practice a thing. I'm not sure if it necessarily makes sense with the queue times, especially because, like, if you have a 20 minute queue, like, I don't know. Is it better to waste, quote unquote, those 20 minutes and then be able to get your position? Or is it better to just be able to, within a minute, get into a actual video game? What is more important to you? To play the video game or to practice a certain character in the video game? Mm-hmm. So that's like I mean, what, like, what people are thinking about. Uh, and I mean, like, I... Hmm. I could... In, in a way, I feel like I could see myself using it that way. Mm-hmm. And also... Yeah, it's, it's, it's a hard... It's a hard problem, right? Because, like, if I queue... And I'm like, okay, I'm queuing for ranked all pick... And I want to practice mid. Um, what's going to happen is we're going to get into the game and someone's going to be like, hey, does anyone mind if I mid? And I'm like, no, nope, absolutely. Go for it. I'll play support. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm so yeah. ready to bail That's on that plan. That's honestly what I do even. And I like play mid all the time. I'll literally say like every solo queue game, I, if nobody's hovered, I'll say, hey, mind if I mid? And if mm-hmm. there's obviously someone who's very... Very adamant they have strong feelings about what position they should play. I'm just, okay, immediately, fuck it. I'm, I'll play Oracle. Yeah, I, I, don't, I need even less prompting. If someone's yeah. just like, just like, does anyone want a mid? And I'm like, oh, that means they want a mid. I'll back off. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I swear, I didn't want it. Yeah, and like, I, that's why I said I don't like how I sound. Because like, it's, it's a fucking video game. Like, you don't need to... I don't like it when people just have one role, right? Like, I, I mentioned mm-hmm. that. So, like, I, I think it's fine if people want to play this other stuff. However, it just it leaves a very sour taste in my mouth after a game in which that's obviously happened, and they've obviously just gotten stomped. Which I think you know is what? just going to happen, but mm-hmm. I don't know. You know what the thing is? What? We need it in normal matchmaking as well. That's what I was thinking. I don't know. Maybe... What if you only had it in normal matchmaking. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe. I, I, I think I think certainly what we can agree on is having it just in ranked is a bad idea. Yeah, for sure. Because like yeah, I would I would love to I mean that's that would be my ideal usage is being like, okay, let me queue a normal where mm-hmm. I'm saying I want to be a mid and I get to practice mid. Yeah. Because I wanna get I wanna get back on that Wind Ranger train, but I don't wanna I don't want to stress anybody else out. Yeah. Like, honestly, that would be, like, I would have zero objection to that. If it was, like, mm. if you just have an entire queue, normal rank, uh, normal, like, t- team builder, and it's only normals, like, I think that should be in the game almost. The only issue I see with that is player pool. Like, it might just take forever and nobody would play it, like a lot of the other, 
like obscure game modes. Yeah, honestly, I think, I think we could yeah. stand to trim a bunch of the obscure game modes. But yeah, I don't know if you'd like make it a a custom game or something. That'd be nice, like one of the official custom games. Maybe. And that they never and update, then, like, and then <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a way to to preserve the the mode for people. I think yeah. it's fine to not have like you have the giant play Dota button. That's like your gateway to the video game. I think it's fine to not have some of those weird like all random death match. I think it's fine to not have that in there and have the matchmaking go through the arcade. Because doesn't that sound like an arcade game to you? All random death does. match doesn't. Yeah, it's definitely not Dota. So, yeah, no, that's true. Maybe it's time. It's time to you know send them upstate to the arcade farm. The arcade fire. <laughs> Absolutely. This uh, episode's audio brought to you by, I assume, Arcade Fire. Nick, I feel like we haven't had enough of you uh, not liking and being confused by things. That's, Tell that's me about how true. you feel about about streaming. Um, <laughs> why did I let put me just grab this? Let me just grab this spotlight and just shine it directly in your face. <laughs> I even grayed out this topic. Okay, what I'll do sometime, uh-huh. yep, sometimes exactly. in our notes. Let's peel. That's back how I knew it was worthwhile. I'm gonna part your kimono real quick. Uh, sometimes, like I'll I'll double click. Wait, no, triple click on a line. Wait, one two, one two three. It is triple, and I'll I'll hit Control Shift comma, which just minimizes stuff. Sometimes I'll do that if it's like a minor topic or. Like, throughout the week, I, I've assembled this thing, but I no longer want to talk about it. Or sometimes I'll go and I'll change the text color from black to, like, a dark gray. So I know it's, like, maybe we talked about it already if I'm modifying it live. Or, like, it's a minor topic or something I think we can skip. This one, I, like, I put it pretty close to white. Because <laughs> this was a thing I put on early in the notes. I don't remember why. I, hmm. I, I'm not sub, do you call this subtweeting? I don't know. Throwing shade at anybody. I don't mean to do that if I'm doing this here, but I think it was I saw one too many stream notifications somehow, and I put this on the notes. I don't, I don't know how people like watching streamers, mm-hmm. like Twitch streamers generally. I don't know how people like that. As in, you don't understand why they do, or you don't understand the techniques they use to enjoy it. Or both. <laughs> the techniques. <laughs> Am I supposed I mean, to be like, watching Twitch and, you know, downward facing dog or something? I mean, like, no, I'm saying, like, what kind of eye should you watch it? Like, should you put it mm, oh, on okay, while okay. you clean your room or, like, uh, okay. have it in the background where you're doing something else? Or should you, like, should you sit down with your bowl of popcorn and be like, oh, man, <laughs> Ninja's going to serve these noobs. Here he goes. I hope he teabags them. Uh, <laughs> by the way, I don't watch streamers either, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> I've heard of Ninja. I can't tell you which video game he plays. Fortnite. But Fortnite, okay. Um, I'd read gaming news, so I hear these things. I see. Yeah. It was just... I think this is just a general... hmm. I was going to say the word problem. Maybe it's a problem I have. I don't watch a lot of, like, esports generally. Like, I wish I watched more Dota 2 because I enjoy it. But part of the issue is, like, keeping up with it. I just don't. Like, in terms of the schedule. Like, I love watching VODs a lot of the time. It depends. But... For me, like, Twitch streams, I cannot enjoy passively as, like, you know, you would mentioned, like, cleaning your room. If I'm folding clothes or something, if I'm doing a chore, if I'm watching dishes, I put on podcasts because I can't use my eyes very actively. Like, I could glance at things, but I'm glancing at the dirt that's caked onto this dish. I don't want to be looking. 
like at my tiny phone screen propped up in like a cabinet right to try to look at what item this person just bought in dota 2 or where they are in fortnite or PUBG. And so, like, that's not a content that I can passively consume. I can somewhat do it if I'm on my PC. I have a second monitor that's, like, much more off to the left than my main monitor. But it'll distract me too much, kind of. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not that I don't totally understand why people watch it. Like, I get that it's, it's, like, a community thing. It's cool to watch this person do this thing live. And the thing is, like, when I was... 13 maybe 12 13 i would watch blog.tv streams i guess you'd call them i think it turned into justin tv or you mm. me or something but i would watch like blog tv streams for some reason just like of people <laughs> i can't even remember <laughs> what they were but it's just like of people and like talking and so it was just like a community of people like talking and one person was on video I don't quite remember why. Like, I, I, it was probably the community thing and like, oh, you know, being a part of a community online and stuff like that. And I, I guess maybe it's like that, but I maybe I've grown out of it or something. I, it just, it doesn't do anything for me to like sit in a Twitch chat room. That's one of those weird things where I feel like it just doesn't, it, I, they can't win with me. <laughs> um, where like, so, okay, if you are playing a game and just playing the game and playing the, seriously and focusing on the game, mm-hmm. you're not usually very entertaining, right? Yeah. Like I'll tune into like EE or, uh, or RTZ occasionally because they're streamers who don't engage and are just like, I'm just playing the game. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, I can watch a few tricks. This is useful. Yeah. I like see, and, and I get, I, did I, I think I turned it off. I get notifications for EE stream, like whenever Envy is streaming, like if I catch mm-hmm. the first, like up to 15 minutes of the game, like I found myself being engaged and not tuning away. Not even like actively Same. trying to watch, but just like I will be interested for the first 12 minutes when like I there was a game Envy was playing Slark and I was like looking at what he was doing on Slark for the first 12 minutes and it was really interesting. Like and mm-hmm. it was helpful for, you know, my own play and stuff like that. Yeah, and even when you don't, like, literally learn new things, it's still kind of inspirational just seeing, like, you know, it sounds cheesy, but it's like... It's like seeing, you the, know, a master at work, right? Right, it's like seeing what Dota looks like first person from someone who's really fucking good, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, damn. Like, <laughs> I mean, I know that someone can do this, but seeing it executed is kind of, kind of gets me fired up, you know? Yeah, it's, <laughs> I, I will occasionally, one thing I can consume passively on Twitch is the Bob Ross stream. I don't know if you remember the yeah. How did it start? There was like a huge Bob Ross marathon on Twitch one time, and then since then he's just like every I don't know I don't know the schedule, but sometimes like there'll be a bunch a bunch of episodes of Bob Ross playing, and so I'll just watch the joy of painting or like listen to the joy of painting and hear the you know on the canvas for like an hour or two while I do work. It's almost the same thing for me, watching a person who's good at a thing or just, like, even listening to them. Bob Ross, you know, he has his own his own thing in terms of talking. He, he, his voice is not quite as, uh, I don't know, soothing or interesting to listen to. But mm-hmm. so. so there's that level if you're really good. I enjoy that. But if you're not, it's like, well, watching you play is not, probably not that engaging for me, right? Yeah. Um, 
And then, like, if you're going out of your way to be engaging, if you're going out of your way to be, like, interesting <sighs> reviewers and stuff in a multiplayer game, uh, one, I often find the way people do that exhausting. Yeah, and yeah. two, I am too empathetic towards the other people in your game who you're fucking ignoring to talk to your viewers. Like, when you're in a <laughs> Dota game and there are four people on your team and you're fucking blowing them off so you can be like, hey, thanks, 4chan007 for subscribing us three months to roll. Let's go for your 007. It's like, shut the fuck up and play the game. <laughs> it's, I don't want to hear uh, it. Like, I don't have an issue with, like, the whole culture. And I guess, you know, people enjoy it. I, it just, oh, it like, that example you give, it rubs me the wrong way so hard when, like, somebody subscribes, right? Somebody pays money to subscribe to someone on Twitch and the streamer sees a good portion of that money. And so they give, you know, they have a little notification and often they'll say, you know, thanks XXX for subscribing, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. And if they do some cringy thing, it's just like, oh, oh, this is, this feels dirty. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Feels bad. The only, like, uh, we'll probably show her age, but I feel like the, the prime example is like uh, PewDiePie or something. Like somebody who's, a very uh, energetic personality, right? In terms of trying to keep their content interesting by like screaming, I guess. Yeah. And being yeah. very hyped, very, I, don't know, I would say immature. And that kind of appeals to younger people a lot. It seems like to me, not trying to be too old man about it, but like someone like Slacks, like I could watch Slacks stream and he is, you know, you could say he's like the same thing, right? He's this big boisterous personality and he's doing things on his stream to keep viewers entertained. But something about it is different to me, the way Slacks does stuff versus the way like a PewDiePie does stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, and, you know, well, okay, so here's my favorite implementation of this. I've seen channels where it's like, if you subscribe, you get to ask a free question. Mm-hmm. And so like, they're not like, they're not like, hey, shout out to so-and-so. They just answer your question. I like, would like that. That yeah, seems that great. Be... That seems great. Like I, I'm totally even fine with, um, like just general donation questions because I think mm-hmm. that's the common thing. Like you, you know, you throw somebody a buck, two bucks, and you get to ask. You get to put something up on their stream, and there's great clips of you know over his donation chat. Yeah, you saw Cartesi, and then you know Artiza just sits there like feels bad man (laughs) (laughs) yeah i like i like that kind of thing but just there's it feels like there's so many trite canned hey man thanks for coming out thanks for subscribing and like i enjoy the positivity but yeah don't play hype man to your crowd yeah (laughs) like they're there for you right Mm -hmm. yeah uh, it's i've i feel like i've seen a lot of that recently and so that's why i felt like i wanted to to chat with you about it on the podcast because it's relevant, right? Ostensibly. Yeah. I don't know. I, tell tell us, you know, if you enjoy streams, tell us how you do. I would be interested to hear. I like I like giving uh, people five dollars so that I can send them www. I would pay five dollars to send NV at www. I forgot about Oh. All right. So, Nick, you're mad about patches. 
I, I'm, I'm, I'm the king of I love it. Week. I love it. You're just like moving the boat right along. You're ferrying <laughs> us across the river content. Last couple of episodes, you just, I try and do transition. I try to hint at transitions and you just, you I just, just dig your you heels down. in. So I'm just like, all right, here is our new topic. <laughs> you, you get, uh, you know, yeah, no transition or just some elaborate story. And at the end, you're like, bam, we're at the next topic. And then I wonder where we, you know, how we turned around this way. I, I want to complain about the patch schedule again. Okay. We, so we're now in 7.15, right? And they mm-hmm. changed it so bounty runes only spawn every five minutes from two minutes. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a huge change. And also bounty runes give 40 gold to everybody on your team, like 40 plus three per minute or something, to everybody mm-hmm. on your team. So there's no, like, bounty hogging anymore, right? It's, and that, sure. like, fundamentally changes the way roamers play a lot of the time. And, like, I think it, it actually might be beneficial, maybe, if they don't have to scramble for runes all the time. But it removes a lot of possible income for lane supports, for roamers, stuff like that. It just... I, I don't even know how to mention how it changes the game, because who fucking knows? And then, like, they were in the middle of GESC, uh, the miner, in hmm, Indonesia, I think, maybe? And this patch dropped, right? And so, like, there's these people who are trying to play games that determine whether or not they're in the top eight, whether or not they get an invite to TI. And it's a minor, right? They said they won't do this during majors, but it's going to have to happen during a, min- during a minor, and it happens. Mm-hmm. And it just... It, re- it it lowers the competitive integrity, the word I didn't want to say before, of, like, the game, of the tournament. Like, I don't think you can defend saying that it doesn't because I don't think immediately, like, just seeing a change and having to intuit how that affects the game, I don't think that's a part of what makes teams good, right? Like, figuring out the meta is a, a thing that a team can do well. Figuring out a change, that's a thing they can do. But just knowing, just having like this omniscience to say, oh, okay, bounty moons do this now, yada, yada, they change the creep bounty, okay, now we should pick AA in this fourth pick instead of Dazzle, right? I don't think that's a thing that anybody has, nor like should it be a thing that anybody has. Nick, so, what is it that you want? I want, because you, you were you were, you were you were like, space. okay, don't. You were like, don't patch during majors, and they were like, okay, and now you're like, don't patch during tournaments, <laughs> and they're and so they'll go, okay, and you're like, don't patch when anyone's playing a match of Dota, like, okay, <laughs> like where does this stop? Like at some point, you got to say tough shit get good. I don't. I, we are so far on the, the, if you know, we've got this knob of the interval between patches. We are so far to the left. We're so far down. How has anybody figured out the last patches meta? Like, figured out how the last patch... I don't even fucking remember I what have. happened. You have? You figured it yeah. out? Wind Ranger's real good. Oh, okay, there we go. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> I got it. Like, I don't... Like, especially this bounty change, especially the stats change was so huge. Can we just... Like, I don't think that the game is stagnant if you have a patch every month? Two months? Like... What, I mean, you've, they've told you how long this experiment is going to go for. <laughs> it's, it's been gonna... too long. We only have, what, two more weeks? Do we have, I think, one or two more patches left? I really, really hope they so don't just continue this. Tough it out till the end. Once, if you wanna, if this they is keep a trial period where they're gathering our feedback. I'm going to yell about it because... I think I don't. Th- are they gathering your feedback, or are they gathering like Icefrog's feedback? I don't think Six, they give a shit know, what you think, Nick. We know they listen. 
because they it's steal true. your great ideas. But they the steal time. my ideas, not Only yours. Your I don't ideas. think they like you. <laughs> I got to get you on my I got to like buy you a box of red. I'm going to buy you that 12-pound box of red uh, red pounds, uh, red vines on Amazon. <laughs> red and uh, that box of kosher salt I owe you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, you know, I think, I think if moving to a once-a-month schedule makes a lot of sense. But you're still, okay. it's still going to happen in the middle of tournaments. I mean, like... No, it doesn't have to. Not not majors and minors. Just, like, move it minors, by a few days. I mean, minors are all over the fucking place. Sure, but, like, if it's a month or, like, a month and a half, then you just, like, wiggle a f- like wiggle four days. A four-day wiggle. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like... I mean, I really like the idea of if a, if a patch... Like, just... I know this is a lot of work on a programming side. I'm not trying to suggest it's not, but just incorporate version rollback into yeah. Dota so that you I mean, can be like, okay, here's yeah. here's our tournament, and like, oh, a patch hit. Well, that's not going to apply to our <laughs> tournament. We're going to roll back to the patch that was the patch when this tournament yeah. started. It's just a thing that a, a serious video game should have, honestly, like a serious competitive game like this. It just should yeah. fucking have. Like, and I mean, like, again, I don't know much about code or design but that seems like it would probably honestly, be a lot of work i think source one had this i think this was a thing that used to happen hmm. like they used to have a way to play on a different version i i hmm. can't remember i think i remembered somebody sourcing something properly in a comment about it but I'll, I'll just bring it up on source now i think this used to be a thing maybe source one will fix mm, but like i don't know put some of your people on it spin up some custom servers for tournaments because i'm fine with patches coming like this is a thing that I think would happen in League of Legends. You would just like drop a patch in the middle of a tournament, or even before a tournament, by like a week or two, but people would still play on the previous patch. That's totally fine. I just like when you're having a patch every two weeks, that even the the time of day that you release the patch introduces some sort of bias, some like inherent unfairness because. Like, if you have literally six hours before you play a game, right, in GSE, GESC or something, like, depending on your amount of jet lag from depending on how, like, where in the world you flew in, maybe you will or will not be able to play a bunch of games to try to grind out and figure shit out. Like, you have you have too much shit going on for people to be able to figure shit out. I just mm-hmm. want, please, Valve, create space. And let teams figure out the meta a little bit. I think, I hope they'll they'll realize that, that it's just too frequent. So our previous conversation about patches, where I was like, I think it's great that people at my skill level can't keep up. Um, I think I've kind of refined what I was trying to say. Um, and we've always had this concept of like of figuring out the meta, right? Mm-hmm. And what if we didn't anymore? What if the meta was never a thing you actually like? You, well, I mean, if... you know, the meta is always going to be a concept. But what if the meta was always for everyone? This goal that we never quite reached, we just got closer to, and then it moved further away. What if we were always chasing something? What if there was a finish line and people, you know, Ice Fog just kept dangling the finish line and just kept moving it, and you were always what just if... desperately trying to run up and catch it? I think that's I think that's healthy. I mean, like the alternative is like what? like okay, so okay, here's the alternative to what you just suggested. Is I know that what you're VP, about to say. VP finishes a draft and then like the game, like the game, <laughs> they load in the game pauses and then a guy with like a blue frog mask steps out and he says, "Congratulations, you just beat Dota two seven point one five. 
Oh, Stay tuned. I'll have a new patch. But the, for now, you've beaten the game. Wait till I patch again. For now, <laughs> Dota is over. Oh my god! You've done it. Like Dota, Dota is a fucking super complicated game. Even uh-huh. when we had these long, like intervals between patches, there were still shifts that happened regardless of the meta. It, uh, re- sorry, regardless of the actual game changing, there was meta shifts. Right? This is a sure. super common thing for us. And so it's not like it's not like MVP Phoenix figures out seven point one five, bam, they're back and they just dominate forever. That's not a thing that happens. Like the meta continues to develop. People figure out shit that is already in the game, like is already possible. They figure it out over time. And it, I don't think we had an issue where the game was so stagnant that we have to like have ice fog just like bait us every two weeks i don't think we have to i just think it's an interesting idea i mean like i think you it's know, an exhausting idea i think i think you need to you need to do some cardio you won't get so easily exhausted <laughs> maybe i just need to hit the treadmill a little more but like god i mentioned the last time we play the game a lot more than a lot of people right mm-hmm. i cannot imagine that this attracts more people to have the game that they're trying to learn, this super complicated game they're trying to learn, change every two weeks, it's not. I will firmly say it is not a way to get new people into the game. It is a way to get people to say, God damn it, I just fucking learned wh- where the bounty runes were, and now they're gone. Where are they? Why are they here at five minutes? Hmm. And then be like, fuck this, I'm going to go play Overwatch. <laughs> Which never changes. Nope. Rip it doesn't mercy. change every two weeks, as far as I'm aware. Not quite that frequently, but it's a lot of changes. Yeah, it's like it's not necessarily the patch schedule; it's the amount that they change every two weeks. We didn't think it was going to be this much every two weeks. No, we definitely did not. It feels like a very turbulent time. I feel very unstable. I don't, I don't like it. I need to get my footing sometimes. Get let me catch my breath. Get my sea legs. Well, you may be having trouble keeping up with this new meta, but one team that certainly seems to be doing quite well is LGD. Hey, they won Epicenter. I think this was probably two weeks ago. But uh, it turns out yeah, LGD wins Epicenter. Uh, I guess it's more accurately now PSG.LGD because Perry Sandramon bought LGD like we talked about. Uh, and there's apparently some interesting new Chinese memes that have come out from this. There was a great post on uh, Dota 2 subreddit where they mentioned some of this stuff. Um, one thing apparently it's uh, relevant to some of the games at the end of epicenter uh psg lgd is a acronym acronym whatever uh initialism for and this is not in chinese like pao shi go lai gao di and that's not proper pronunciation of course i don't even think emma will be able to help us but uh the basic meaning is running is for cowards come high ground which is pretty nice. I like yeah, that's that. A good, that's a good meme. That's good, a good, good meme. on that's you, good Chinese. Dota mm-hmm. But yeah. Good to, good to see some translation of some memes. Yeah. Yeah. No, they 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 do good over there. You know who else does good? Nick. Who? That's right. We're back to actually doing transitions. <laughs> I've decided. <laughs> it took uh, this we're back to uh, talk about Jeffrey Bryce, A.K. Pomodi, who has done our uh, previous uh, intro, which is the Harmonies of New Bloom music pack, and our current one, which is uh, the Highlander music pack, and now has a new music pack in the workshop. Yes, it is called the Rhythms... Yes, the Rhythms of Rift Shadow Ruins. 
I'm sure we've either used it as our intro and outro for this episode, or we're playing some sort of wonderful clip here. Yeah, I'm just gonna, it, I'm just going to play a sample. I will okay. will. We'll hold off and, and ask uh, and ask Promoti what uh, what he thinks about us using it as intro and outro for oh, a little uh, bit as promotional. But he's fine. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> during the podcast, up? during the podcast, my phone lit up and oh. yeah, he's cool with it. Okay, well then, I guess I guess we'll do intro and outro, and we'll do a little sample. Great! Hey, look at that. So that's yeah. our that's 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 new. We'll do that for uh, for the battle pass season. Help it help it get some some attention. Yeah, um, it, it could possibly be us. in the TI eight collectors cache that like chest that comes out later right it's like the special chest mm-hmm. that comes out so it hopefully if you know you can go to the steam workshop and give it a upvote i think like a like that always helps so I'll make sure i'll do that uh it's cool it's got the subterranean theme it's like very brassy like very mm-hmm. deep brass subterranean feel to it it's cool and uh our our valve listeners i was pretty sure that wind ranger idea was good i was less sure about the roll queue but I, and you use both of those. I'm very sure that this is a good idea to add to Dota. It's uh, it's very dark. It's got a very minor tone to it. Now from oh, dark that was rhythms. An ac- Hold on, that was a very bad pun. I'm sorry. I was thinking in terms of the musical key minor. It's okay. I'm, I'm ashamed. I would like to apologize to my friends and my family. From dark rhythms to a light-hearted piano, this is Jackie's Chow. a good segue no but thank you i mean you're just you're just like you've forgotten what good segues sound like because of this episode that's where i'm just like hey nick patches you're just you're pedal to the metal i love it nick i got a smoker it's a it's a little like a little little smoker box home smoker box it's electric smoker Mm. um and uh it's really it's interesting. I, I thought um, I had some misconceptions going into it. Uh, I thought I would have to use like a lighter or something. It's like, mm-hmm. no, no. The whole point of an electric smoker is you don't need to. <laughs> um, so basically, it's just a little box. You plug it in. You put wood chips in and you place this little tin of wood chips on top of the heating coil. Hmm. And the heat running through the metal makes the wood smoke without burning. While also huh. keeping the inside hot. Very. Yeah. You posted something about... I think a ch- smoked chicken mm-hmm. you made to their side, yeah. and it, it looked very interesting. Uh, like, how big is this generally? Uh, the smoker? Yeah. Um, hmm. I don't know dimensions, actually. I mean, it's about, um, I would say it's probably three feet by three feet. Okay. Inside. It's, yeah. it's, it's not too small. Big, it's but... like, it's decent enough to do what you need it to do as, a, as yeah. you know, like a small, a small household. 
Um, it's interesting because I have a lot of experience with, you know, proper commercial smokers mm-hmm. um, from working at a smokehouse. Um, but this is a whole, this is a pretty different beast. So some of that experience translates and some of it does not. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I what have you I'm, been using it for? I'm so interested I've used, to learn. I'm, uh, I'm going to do uh, salmon tomorrow, um, which I haven't done yet. But so far I've just done chicken and I did some uh, carne asada. Ooh. Um, and it's interesting sort of keeping like, it's easy to dry things out. Which is a problem. You gotta keep you gotta keep an eye on your temperature, especially because if you have a cheaper one like I do, um, it doesn't automatically monitor the temperature itself. So you've kind of got to like keep an eye on things. Like there's mm. a dial on the side, but the dial is just yellow to red. It's not like <laughs> and then there's a thermometer, and you're like, okay, I set the <laughs> I set the dial to kind of orangish. I wonder what temperature that is. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of hard adjusting that stuff. You can get ones that um, where you just punch in a temperature and it just takes con- takes care of it. Those are a little yeah. more expensive, but it's a really nice like. Okay, dinner is going to be in two hours. I'm going to take a chicken and put some spices on it <laughs> and just shove it in here and forget it exists for two hours, and then like it'll be good. Like it'll be really good. It'll be really good. It's like it's flavorful. It's very like it, if you do it a good job of it and don't have the temperature wildly fluctuating. It's very moist. Hmm. It's got that good smoky flavor. As an interesting side effect, side effect, a couple of my shirts just permanently smell like smoked chicken now. <laughs> um, it gives worse smells. Yeah, no. It's, well, I say permanently. Uh, might be able to fix it, but I don't know if I want to. It's great. Um, <laughs> oh, there goes that guy who smells like smoked chicken again. Man, making me hungry. Oh, I love your cologne. What is it? So I'm really excited to try, like, maybe some, like, I might try and do some cold smoking, see if that's that's doable. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like, do seafood and do, I might want to do, like, sweet potatoes. Smoked sweet potatoes can Smoked be quite nice. sweet? I can't say I've ever had that. Ah, we used to do those at the at the smokehouse. They were quite good. The skin huh. gets kind of kind of funky. You got to, like, you, you kind of have to peel them because yeah. the, the smoke just makes the outside kind of like grungy. But the inside has a very nice flavor. That sounds uh, that sounds quite interesting. Yeah, I've I've never really used a smoker before, but I've I've had some smoked meats and you know seafood and stuff like that. So it's very mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, so I'll, I'll update I'll update all y'all when I get something. You know, I'll do some pork. I'll do some some beef. I really want to do like a pork shoulder and just have some like proper mm. pulled pork. Um, oh boy, what kind of uh, wood chips are you using? Uh, I bought um, some apple because it's good with uh, chicken and it's good with some fish. Mm. But I want to get like some uh, cherry or mesquite before I do like the pork. Oh yeah, um, hickory. Is hickory good? Hickory, hickory. I'm, I'd have to. I have like a, a chart because like at my at my old job we just used cherry for everything. Because um, yeah. you you know you did so many things you weren't going to customize your wood. It was just like no, let's just get a good wood for everything and just load everything in here. Buy in bulk. Um, yeah. So what have you been up to in the in the world of, of kitchen endeavors? Well, in the world of our, kitchen our endeavors. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, Gordon Ramsay's chicken and uh, chicken endeavors. Whoops, brain. Chicken endeavors. <laughs> it's a fucking egg. Uh well, I've been uh I'm going to talk about rather is uh just some functional foods that I've been eating recently. Uh I've been making a lot of noodle soups. Hmm. Like Asian noodle soups. They're like, I guess, Chinese, probably Japanese, maybe, uh, using what I've been using is like fresh noodles, fresh, thin noodles from the Chinese supermarket. 
you boil them for like supposed to do like two and a half i do like two minutes not even two minutes and they've got a nice like they're thin but they've got a really good bite to them they're very chewy al dente i found i really like firm noodles and then i've been making a lot more stocks recently and you can like you know there's there's all sorts of ways you can make them i made tonkotsu broth where you just boil the hell out of pork bones and stuff for a very long time and then i made a lighter body chicken stock where i at lower temperature boiled a bunch of chicken bones chicken feet stuff like that and that's all been very good but honestly i think for the theme of jackie's chow functional foods make a lot of sense you know you're you're professional dota 2 player right like the rest of us you don't Mm -hmm. have a lot of time get yourself a thing of chicken bouillon powder this really good like chinese stuff i found from lee kum ki they make like great soy sauce great sauces stuff like that i saw this thing it's chicken bouillon powder and it's just like loose chicken bouillon it's it's really good it's seems somewhat less processed like more more chicken based than a lot of stuff and so it'll if i don't have time to make chicken stock or i don't want to defrost some or something like that i'll just use this stuff with some water and then mm-hmm. add some other things to make the soup and then boil noodles You can, like, toss in, I've been tossing in, like, bok choy. Toss in some sort of heavy green vegetable if you need to cook it in there. Pre-cook some vegetables, microwave some vegetables, and then you have this soup. You have noodles, and then you've got vegetables. And then you can throw in, like, if you've cooked chicken, you can throw that in there. If you've cooked something else, just, like, warm it up in the soup or something like that. I've been putting fish cake in there, Japanese fish cake. It's just this very functional, it's quick, but it's, it's not... It feels more put together and more like complete than a lot of stuff. So you've talked before about the process of making noodles, and mm. it just intimidates me, and I've never tried. Really? Uh huh. It just seems it seems scary. I don't know. <laughs> what do you have anything in particular that seems too like obtuse to get past? It doesn't make sense that noodles come out of that process. <laughs> Where's the noodle come from? Right? And so I'm just like, well, obviously, if I try this, it's going to fuck up and it won't work. Because <laughs> there's, like, obviously either some step that Nick is omitting or there's the mm-hmm. part where Nick's like, and then, oh, oh, did I forget to tell you to breathe the magic into the food? <laughs> yeah, no, just let out your soul aether and uh, it will mm-hmm. infuse the... the just yeah. use your Aeon disc. Um, it just doesn't seem like it makes sense. Interesting. Um, okay. <laughs> I yeah, need to try I mean, like... it, but I'm scared. <laughs> you de- Well, I feel... Maybe I don't know. I feel like you would like it. I I definitely would. I've been experimenting and stuff. Like I've made ramen noodles before, but I haven't made them in a while. And I want to try to perfect a certain style I've I've come to like. I keep going to this place, Terakawa Ramen in Philly. If you ever go to Philly, try Terakawa Ramen. It's like the closest thing to authentic Japanese ramen I think you can get in Philly. I'm not a Japanese person, but like from what I hear and from what I've researched, this is definitely the case. It's so good. They have this, they do like a Kyushu style ramen. So it's tonkatsu. It's this heavy pork broth. And then they have these thin noodles and they're, they're, they're less alkaline than normal ramen noodles. Like they're less basic on the pH scale noodles, Mm -hmm. but you, they're, the way they get cooked, you can ask them to like cook them more or less. I get them cooked very little, and the, like the chew of these noodles is addicting. It's so good. So I want to try remaking that at home. And I think the way you get that is by having a really, really low hydration percentage, which just means your percentage of water to flour in the dough. 
but just so general noodles because i want i want to make those general noodles like it's a dough right like you've probably made mm-hmm. bread or you've baked something before you've made sure. a dough sure and then either you're an absolute madman or an italian grandma or some sort of japanese artisan and you roll out the dough by hand you like you know take a, a small handful or something you roll it out by hand to your desired thickness and then you like fold it up very fancily like you, you might have seen this for like italian pasta making you fold it up very fancily and then you take a knife and you like chop them up sure. into the actual noodle or you're in the you know you're in the i guess 20th century i use a pasta roller for mine which just has like these two wheels right and you can adjust the distance between them and it will make either a thicker or a thinner dough so i'll make right, my like dough, a pasta right? maker yeah like it's basically yeah. a pasta maker usually you can roll out dough to different thicknesses and then it also has a cutter attachment that lets you cut into different style of noodles or like lasagna or something right mm-hmm. it's it's really not that hard like hmm. i would recommend if if you want to do this at some point, hmm, I've never made them without the pasta maker. It would be a lot harder to get things the right thickness, but you could do mm-hmm. it. But like, I'll send you a good link for just super basic. Like, you make a dough. What is a dough? It's flour, water, probably some salt. Maybe you throw in some baked baking powder to make ramen noodles. Maybe you do semolina flour to make Italian pasta. Like, do whatever, and then you just like let it sit. You you can knead or you cannot knead depending on do different stuff with the dough same as with bread and then you just you roll it out using like this pasta roller this pasta maker to whatever desired thickness you have and then you cut it and then you like boil it for 30 seconds to a minute it's surprising kind of set it yeah it's it depends on how you like it too and it depends on the the kind of noodle you made but the way i like it you like if you have a dough right if you bite into a dough that's not it's firm but it's not it's not springy. hard yeah like it's springy but not hard maybe mm, i see what you so there's a point at which you know you cook this dough and it gets hard like it gets bouncy gets truly chewy mm-hmm. and then if you cook it too much it'll start to get soggy again right so you want to cook it enough so that it's actually cooked and like I know something's happened with the proteins and the carbohydrates and stuff. So you've, you've got some good body there. It'll hold on to your sauce. It'll feel good when you bite into it, stuff like that. But unless, you know, some people like it to be less al dente, they call it, right? I, I want all of the dente. <laughs> Give me more dente. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I have one other question about your process. Okay. Um, so you talked about this, this Chinese Boolean powder. Um, have you tried better than Boolean? I've heard of this. What is this? Let me look at it. It's like a, it's like a, I would say a paste that is used as a, as a Boolean, like a ah, substitute yes, for Boolean yes. cubes. Mm-hmm. I was just, base. if you haven't tried it, then you can't possibly compare it. Um, I was just wondering how it held up because that's mm. something I have more ready, ready access to. Whereas Eight? in my area, for some reason, Asian markets are far away. Really? Yeah. Mm. I have to. I have to go a pretty good distance to get a decent Asian market around here. I would have thought you had like a, a Japanese one or something. Hmm. I would have too. No, I have to. I have to drive to Chino Hills, which is a while, which is like yeah. forty-five minutes away. Well, I see. So organic, better than bullion. Organic chicken base. Yeah, I, I've heard about this before, and I've heard people say they like it made with seasoned roasted chicken meat. Uh, I have bought one. Right now, use this address. 
place your order. Okay, it will be here on Tuesday. I will try it. Oh, great. We can have you report back then. Indeed. I just... This noodle soup thing, I find it myself having it for, for lunch, for dinner, just whenever. It's a very functional meal. It's very quick. I can throw it together if I've got a bunch of work to do. But it's, uh, I guess, complex. It's simple, but it's like, it Pot- doesn't feel the same as like cooking some rice and then cooking some chicken and meat, like vegetables to me. Mm-hmm. I just love noodles. I've fallen in love with noodles by going to this Terakawa ramen place. Yeah. I uh, I have a good ramen place in my area that has kind of uh, enchanted me as well. Also, very very thick springy ramen noodles. So oh, delicious, and they're straight too. The thing about these noodles, they're not like you know. You think of ramen, you think of like the prepackaged stuff. But you think of these kind of yellowish, curly noodles. Mm-hmm. But this place, they're Kyushu style. It's like a it's a it's close to some sort of wonton based noodle from China, I think. Or from Korea, rather. I can't remember, so I'll just stop saying incorrect things. But it's, like, stick straight. It's a completely straight, like, more white noodle. Hmm. I just love... I love the dente. Interesting. Indeed. All right. Well, I think that's it for this episode of Bottle Crow Reborn. We're smoking. The road to episode 100 continues. Indeed. Uh, I want to give a big thank you to everyone who is listening to the show right now. Thank you for listening. Please tell your friends about us. Please give us rating and reviews and help us spread the good word about the good work we do on this good show. Uh, I want to give a big thank you to Reddit user Pomodi, a.k.a. Jeffrey Bryce, whose intro and outro we are using, which is the <clears throat> Rhythms of Rift Shadow Ruins. Rhythms of Rift Shadow Ruins. We have previously used, of course, the Highlander music pack and the Harmonies of New Bloom music pack from Pomodi. Always does excellent work. Always grateful to have him. Absolutely. Uh, I also want to give a big thank you to Ashley Ryan, a.k.a. Svimmy, who did our podcast art. If you want to check out more of her work, you can go to twitter.com slash... Why did my brain stop? I hate <laughs> brains! Svimmy. Twitter.com slash Svimmy or patreon.com slash Svimmy. You could also get a commission of your own, perhaps. Uh, maybe this will be the week that I actually do the here are all the shows that I do splash. <laughs> probably not. It'll probably never happen. We like sleeves. Check it out on Twitter. Hey. Uh, until next time, peace out. Sure. You got you to gotta stop. <laughs> I really do have to stop that. This, that's three times in a row. You can't with the you can't with the sure. <laughs> I'm leaving the all this. What are you doing, Nick?